Welcome to another edition of the Rowan Infobytes podcast series. This week we're joined by Andy Allen, Project Manager at Our Biofarm Rowan, and we're going to be talking about why collaborations and partnerships are important to further our in-house knowledge, um, products and services. So welcome to another edition of Rowan Infobytes. This week I'm joined by Andy. Andy, do you want to give a short introduction of yourself? Yeah, hi Claire. My name is Andy Allen. I'm the Project Manager for R&D. Perfect. So hopefully you've listened to our podcast before and you know mm-hmm. I like to start with a short icebreaker just to have a funny story or yep. uh, a good memory of food or perhaps not such a good memory. Well, I, I feel it falls into the latter category, Claire, I'm afraid I've had more than my fair share of experience of food poisoning, which working for a food safety testing company is quite ironic. <laughs> yep. um, probably one of the worst experiences um, was when I honeymooned in Cuba with my wife Tracy uh, in 2006 and after staying in Havana and behaving myself and not eating the salads or the ice uh, or ice in my drinks and things like that, yep. we went to a, a five-star hotel, we were told. Uh, international uh, yep. conditions apply. Eat what you want, drink what you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, within about three days, um, a bout of shellfish toxin. Oh. So it was, a, it was a spectacular diet uh, as well as honeymoon. I came back a bit of I was going to say, it's so, yeah. not quite the honeymoon I bet you had planned for yeah. that. So it's lying, yeah. lying on a stone floor and thinking this is it in Cuba. You know, it's not yeah. a good situation. To Have be you in. eaten shellfish since? Yeah, occasionally, but I'm always very careful now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. learn from it. So definitely uh, learning from that, yeah. <laughs> So we've obviously, we've previously spoke about some of our our company values in previous podcasts, Um, but today I'd like to talk a little bit more about these today, in particular focusing on the teamwork, personal development and accountability Mm -hmm. um, values that we've got. Obviously, these values recognise the importance of collaboration within the company, um, allowing people to sort of learn and develop within the roles and also to help make their best use of their skills and their talents. Can you maybe give me some examples of how the various departments collaborate within the company? Yeah, I mean, as you say, it's the importance of partnerships and initiatives across the company. There's more than 15 groups which deal with that, and that's including technical issues, training, equipment, continuous improvement, and the role the company plays in supporting charities and the local community, Um, environmental responsibilities, Mm -hmm. health and safety, and mental health, and the STEM, and the the all-important social committees. Yeah. Um, yep. So these groups have been very successful uh, and beneficial to staff uh, and the company. For example, a recent carbon neutral status was a direct res- result of hard work done by the Environmental Responsibilities Group. So it's all very relevant and, and very good for the company. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you mentioned the social groups as well. You know, we've had what a crazy golf. I think we were in a team together at that. That's right. Yeah, um, that's right. We were robbed. Go- yeah, we, <laughs> we were indeed. We shouldn't have won that, definitely. <laughs> uh, I think the recent one was uh, axe throwing as well. I didn't go to that one. Were you there? No, no, I, I missed that. But my colleague Phyllis, who, who works across from me, she was very good at throwing axes. So I have to be very careful what I say to her. Uh, uh, yeah, sitting, sitting across from her, you yeah, might need to be worried, I think. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we also have good partnership with uh, Strathclyde University and we've had several students working with us over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Can you give an example of some of the projects that they've worked on? Well, Strathclyde University, they've always given us excellent students and we've very much enjoyed having them with us in R&D. Our most recent student um, was working with our, uh, one of our new products that's coming up, which is the Immunoprep Online yep. uh, Vitamin B. Sorry. Yep, the Vitamin B12. Vitamin B12 yep. product. Um, so she did very well out of that, and she started off coming in uh, due to COVID, not much experience in the lab, 
Uh, and then uh, by the end of it, she was working on her own, making uh, manufacturing re resin uh, covalent bonded to antibody using some very expensive uh, equipment, uh, a completely flying solo, um, and she was uh, effectively a full-time employee for us. So it's a very successful partnership with Strathclyde University, and we, and we look forward to continuing. Yeah, you play quite an important role in working with the students and helping them with your their projects, don't you? Yeah, that's right. So, so as project manager, I like to to, to keep it to keep it on top of what's going on in terms of um, how the projects are progressing, uh, just giving some um, some advice over over timekeeping and, and and trying to. Um, help them with the prioritisation of what they need to do. Uh, so I collaborate very closely with the, the lead scientists on the projects to do that. Yeah, I think it's not only just the students you work with, it's the, the whole R&D team yeah, in fact right. as well with all the projects. Yeah, so, so myself and, and uh, our manager, Helen, I work very closely um, to, to keep an over, overarching view on how things are going in the lab. So um, we have projects that are at various stages throughout. Uh, we have ones that are coming to the end and some are just starting. Yep. So they all have their very unique needs uh, and, and sometimes their quirks as well. Yep. yep. Um, so, so we're able to, to work with, work through those. Yeah. yeah I think um, I think the success of any project is, is good collaboration and being able to manage that um, through, as you say, the various stages because they are all at different stages. That's right. And, and we're just going back to the the groups. Um, uh, Claire, we had the STEM group, and I believe there's a good partnership with Buclear Academy. Yeah. I mean, we've been working with them. I think it's since um, 2019, and we support them in lots of different ways. Uh, we sponsor the science fairs that they've been involved in. We, again, have work experience students that have worked with us um, on the odd occasion. Um, just last week, we were actually supporting them with some mock, int mock interviews to help with their sort of more senior students. Mm -hmm. um, so we're involved with them a lot. And also in terms of the carbon neutrality, any old equipment or um, lab wear that we don't want, we actually um, donate to the academy um, oh, and should should they need them. So mm -hmm. hopefully recycling some of the old equipment and everything, which is always good yep, um, for the environment. Mm -hmm. So um, I think another good example of where collaboration is is beneficial is developing in-house knowledge as well. Um, and we tend to sort of be part of working groups like from AOAC, for example. And as mentioned, we're a member of a number of these groups. Can you tell me a bit more about the groups that we're involved in? Yeah, I mean, our BFRM has enjoyed a, a long uh, partnership with uh, AOAC going back over decades now. Um, and we've been involved in, in many groups. Um, the name but a few, we've got Spiffan, the Folates Group um, um, and CASP, yep. um, as well as the Performance Tested Methods programme that we're doing with our 11 Plus uh, product at the moment. Yep. It's a validation which is very exciting um, and, and the, the data is fabulous for that. So we're, we're very, very happy with that. And most recently, uh, the Novel Foods Advisory Panel um, is, is something that we've been very keen to join. And that's looking at the, the future of food, if you like, novel uh, food uh, sources of protein. And that can be anything from from, from insects to, to cultured um, uh, products and, and some uh, plant-based uh, meat alternatives yeah. as well. So that's, uh, we're very much keen to get involved with the the, the new and uh, exciting areas of the food industry. It's funny you should mention the, the edible insects. There's actually another one of the um, episodes from this series where we talked to one of the technical services scientists about edible insects. Oh, wow. okay. so, uh, so that's quite interesting. Um, you mentioned CASP. Mm -hmm. What does that stand for? What's that working group looking at? So they're looking at um, cannabis yep. uh, and associated products. So there's been a recent industry boom uh, in, in the US and Canada um, because of the, um, the legalisation of uh, cannabis in some states um, and, and through Canada. And um, as part of that, the, the, the product quality assurance is coming through now and, and testing for things like mycotoxins is now 
more important than ever for these kind of products. Um, and we have a very, very strong portfolio at our beer farm, and uh, we are part of that, that group in helping to, to guide uh, method development uh, specifically for the you know the benefits of, of our company products. Yep. And Spiffan Group, I'm right in saying that's where they've been looking at a lot of vitamin methods for in that group. Yeah, that's right. So so there's a there's a concentration of vitamin, um, the B12 and biotin uh, in particular. Uh, these are AOAC official methods, which our products are, are very are very proud to have those products on that. Yep. Uh, and that's just symbolic, really, of the strong relationship that we've that we've garnered with AOAC over the years. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, what are the sort of main aims and objectives from these working groups at AOAC? Well, I think it's to get involved um, fr from the beginning. So if you look at the, the Novel Foods Advisory Panel, for example, the, the, the method development, there's a, there's a big gap when they're trying to establish um, um, methods for specific matrices. Uh, a lot of times people can use uh, the nearest thing to it, which is not the same as yep. the actual matrix. So that's an example where a company such as RBFM can get involved at the early stages and advise uh, on how best to do that, uh, and and the more the more established groups, again, we're looking for um, official methods which people can reliably use um, to to determine the the content of vitamins in products with a bit of um, sort of reliability, and um, that what they're doing is they're going to get the best possible outcome from that. Yeah. So again, as you say, um, collaboration, sharing knowledge, talking about where the problems are lying, what they want to resolve, and. Yep. Really, how is how it's going to resolve how they work together, and that's right. obviously a, a collaborative trial at the end to right. demonstrate the results. Yeah, so. that's right. Okay, well, thanks very much for speaking to us today, Andy, and I think that concludes another episode of the Rhone Infobite series. Well, Claire, thanks very much for having me. Perfect. Thank you.